This episode of News to Me is brought to you by paternity leave coupled with the deep-set fear of losing momentum on a personal project. Hi, I'm reasonably qualified journalist Zachy Hennessy, and this is the sound of my baby daughter hiccuping. I know what you're thinking, it's very cute, but why do we even get the hiccups in the first dang old place? What causes them? And why does my month-old child get the hiccups at 2 in the morning that are so strong they wake her up after she's only been asleep for 10 minutes and we just put her down? These are questions that I'm sure everyone has about the hiccups. And I'm going to get to the bottom of it all very quickly, and then I'm going to take a nap. Because this is news to me. Getting the hiccups is something that people dread so much that we more often than not will refer to it as the definite article out of respect and fear. It's not, I have hiccups, it's, I have the hiccups. Presumably, the mutual hope is that by referring to them with respectful fear, we can satiate whatever cruel spirits are causing them and huck them back to the shadow realm. Speaking of what's causing them, there are quite a few reasons for hiccups to occur, from eating too much, drinking too much, laughing too much, using too many opiates. These are all common reasons. But besides being an important lesson in the perils of excess, what are hiccups? Much like coughing and sneezing, hiccups are an involuntary reflex put into action by our brains, typically at the least opportune moment possible, like during a quiet university exam or while you're sitting on a relatively full bus during a global pandemic. However, unlike coughing and sneezing, which are meant to clear your airways, hiccuping doesn't seem to do anything but make you wake up from a sound sleep when you're a little tiny baby, waking up your parents and uh, making sure that they don't get any more than, you know, an hour, half an hour of sleep uh, at a time, because more than that would be a little... I think we can all agree more than that would be a little too much, okay? So, that's good. Perhaps taking a look at the physiological process can make some sense out of all this. Hiccuping is essentially a misfire of the diaphragm, which is a muscle that sits under your lungs. Now, most of the time, the diaphragm just contracts, creating a vacuum that sucks air into the lungs, and it relaxes and forces air out of the lungs. This smooth in-and-out process is what academics refer to as breathing, and what asthmatics such as myself refer to as a lucky break. (laughs) So, when you do something like overeat, overlaugh, or overopiate, you get the hiccups, which is your brain sending a signal to your diaphragm to just and go hog wild, speak its own truth, really just live in the moment. And this causes contractions all over the body, from the throat to the stomach. And golly, it is not a good time. Why the brain does this in the first place, though, is still a mystery. You know, you could ask any old expert and they'll be like, oh, I don't know, a lot of things in life we don't know. Why, where the pyramids come from? Who, who made the Stonehenge? Why do we go hiccup? Just what is it that our body is trying to accomplish with the hiccups? Smart question, I'm glad I asked. In a 2012 paper published in BioEssays titled Hiccups, Hiccups, a new explanation explanation for the mysterious mysterious reflex. reflex. Researcher Daniel Howes has suggested an answer to that question. He points out that alongside humans, the hiccups have been observed in a range of animals from mice and cats to horses and bats, all of whom share a common factor. They're all milk drinkers. You'll never see a horse order a black coffee. They much prefer a cappuccino. <laughs> Mice prefer a piccolo ratte. Okay. Felines love a good cat white. Mackie Bado. That's it. That's all. Right. 
Further adding to this point, says Howes, quote, there do not appear to be documented observations of hiccups in reptiles, amphibians, or birds. Frogs do enjoy a hot croco, though. <laughs> okay, let's move on. He also notes that even before they're born, human fetuses are known to hiccup in utero, sometimes even before swallowing or breathing reflexes show up. After we're born, we spend up to 2.5% of our time as babies hiccup in away. usually right after our parents lay down and try to catch some sleep after a grueling three hours of late night fussing. All of this, he says, points to this conclusion. The reason we hiccup as infants is to effectively burp ourselves, clearing excess air from our stomachs and making room for more food during nursing. Therefore, I have to assume that as adults, we just kind of do it to remember our childhoods, I guess. Some folks look through old baby scrapbooks, others are like, ah, yes, the old diaphragm spasm. This really takes me back to the good old teat-suckling days. Good on you, brain. Here's to you. Bully to you, brain. That's it. That's the whole episode. I told you it was a quickie. I'm gonna go make a coffee, maybe catch an episode of Jeopardy with the baby. She's really bad at it so far. She pretty much just ignores Alex completely, let alone answering in the form of a question. But, uh, you know, with time, with time, I will teach her. Editor's note! Literally 10 minutes after I recorded this episode, I found out that Alex Trebek had died uh, earlier that morning. Rest in peace, Alex Trebek, you wonderful trivia angel. Uh, you've inspired me and filled me with a love of trivia. Anyways, I feel like more people should be aware of what's going on with their diaphragm, so if you liked this episode, share it. And remember, you should always wipe your baby from front to back, and that's news to me news to me is an extremely good podcast it's produced hosted and generally fussed over by zaki hennessy all assets are used under creative commons or fair use so zaki hopes that he isn't in trouble for using them for more information on zaki and his wacky adventures you can follow him on twitter at the sonic wombat